The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by Medtronic. Medtronic is dedicated to the pursuit of life-transforming health tech. From AI to robotics and beyond, we're reinventing what's possible, and we're just getting started. Visit Medtronic.com to learn more. What's your vision? In Episode 2, join us in the arena as we discuss this concept of vision. Hey listeners, welcome to In the Arena. I'm Jackie Goldberg. And I'm Leah Smart. And today we are going to be talking about the theme of our in day this month in January, which is vision. Jackie, what does vision mean to you? Oh, vision. I look at vision as such a big word. I look at vision as creation, um, really being able to see what I want to create for myself in the future. You know, the other day I read a quote, Leah, it said, the best way to predict the future is to create it. And so when I think about vision, it's it's just that. It's seeing what I want in this world and creating goals and setting myself up to achieve those. Yeah. That is vision to me. What about you? Yeah, I'm like such a dreamer. Like I'm someone that loves, like I love forward thinking. I'm, I'm that person when they ask you like, are you a daydreamer? Are you in the present? I'm daydreaming. So for me, similar to you, I think vision is kind of the meeting point of the daydreaming and the goal setting to create something, right? So they say if you, you know, if you have a dream without plans, it's just a dream, right? A dream with plans is actually setting a goal and accomplishing something. So, you know, I think about what an amazing life I can create for myself and and vision is really the way that I start and then building goals is the way that I get there. And knowing that it's January, I think so many of us talk about New Year's resolutions. Mm -hmm. And I know there are differing opinions on, well, why do I have to wait till New Year's to make a resolution? I personally love resolutions. I think January is a time for us to reset and really think about what we want. Are there any New Year's resolutions that you've put in place for yourself this year? Yeah, so I don't like New Year's resolutions personally. Um, so you're one of those. I'm one of those, <laughs> which is totally okay. We all have our yeah. Opinions. I think I'm just yeah. a contrarian. Like it's not that I don't believe in in setting goals for yourself in general. Obviously, it's that I think New Year's is an interesting time, and you find like when you look at the stats, most people don't actually even see their New Year's resolutions through the end of January. <laughs> so, mm. so I try to take a different spin on it. And luckily for me, my birthday's in January, so I start it right around my birthday. But you asked about goals that that I have. There's there's a couple things that I'm thinking about this year. One of them is running. I've gotten really into running, and so you and I are running nine races this year over the next twelve months, so we can get into the 2020 marathon in New York, which is super exciting. So one of my goals is to run my first half marathon, which is in April. So super excited about that. And then, you know, I have some others that I'm thinking about too, and we'll we'll dive into those later. But I'm curious, you know, what yours are. Yeah. So I similarly am looking to run the 2020 marathon. So looking to do nine races. Um, but one of my, my goals this year is actually to light the Shabbat candles on Friday night. So um, I'm Jewish. And so for those listening who are not familiar with what Shabbat is, it's a way to to bring in the Sabbath. So in Judaism, the Sabbath is on Saturday. I'm not religious, um, but growing up, we lit the the candles on Friday night to bring in the Sabbath pretty often. Um, and I recognize that at this point in my life, no one's doing it for me. You know, if I want to have this tradition and create this vision of having a family and a household where we are lighting the candles on Friday night, it needs to start with me. And so I made this resolution to light the candles on Friday nights and um 
so far I've I've been able to stick with it this month, which is great. Um, and so yeah, I'm really I'm really excited. And for me, when I think about how do I actually achieve that, right? If I'm looking 12 months, you know, six months, 12 months, and even outside of this year of 2019, and I'm thinking, how am I going to do this every Friday night? For me, it's um, really dedicating the space and the time to do that. So ensuring on Friday nights that I have time where I'm home and I'm uh, able to light that light those candles. So that means thinking ahead. And that means um, looking into my calendar and trying not to make plans on Friday nights. And for me, when I think about vision and goal setting, a lot of times it is creating that space and time to, to do those goals. Totally. I think I'd agree with you when I think about running, for example, in 2018, I couldn't run more than a mile at the beginning of the year. And I went from running a mile to running 10 miles by the end of the year over a period of time of kind of on and off training. One of the things I've realized is, you know, it's incredibly important to decide what your priorities are and then to create the space and time for them, knowing that, you know, you are then going to have to say no to some other things to create space for your priorities. So similar to you, you know, I couldn't have envisioned in 20, you know, beginning of 2018, taking an hour or an hour and a half, five days a week to go for a run. I was like, no way. I've got other stuff to do. I've got people to spend time with, et cetera. But once I recognized what a priority it was to me and how great it made me feel, I then, you know, moved it into a space where I said, this is actually really sacred and important to me. And everything else in my life will have to fit around this thing. So, you know, similar to us talking talking about how we create goals and build them, I think it's equally as important to first prioritize and say what's really important to me, not to everybody else. And what's coming up for me is in our first episode, actually, when we talked about David Bruner's interview with Scott, you talked about values and Mm -hmm. principles and really identifying what those values are. So when I think about goal setting and setting a vision, to your point, it's aligning it with what those priorities are, which are essentially what your values are. So what I'm hearing is something that you value is health. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's funny. If you had asked me if that was really important to me two years ago, I wouldn't have even really been thinking about it. So the, the reason I say that is I think all the right things come at the right times. And, you know, as you're going through the process of building your goals, I've definitely had situations in my life where I've tried to do things that other people were doing because it seemed like the thing I was supposed to be doing and it didn't work. It was like square peg, round hole. I'm like, I'm trying to make this happen or like trying to make fetch happen for those of you Mean Girl fans. And so, you know, I think it's it really for me has been trying to realize and recognize that I am literally just on my own journey trying to figure all this out and things will roll out as they roll out for me. My timing is going to be different than everyone else's. And so kind of to your point of, you know, really understanding what's important to you and lighting those Shabbat candles is going to be important to you. Everybody else may not be on that journey and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's something that we all deal with in life is having a goal and then something blocking us from achieving it. Like what what gets in the way of our vision, you know, and I think this is for me and and I think for some of our listeners is even creating a vision is sometimes hard because there's like the potential of fear getting in the way or whatever gets in the way to block you from achieving your goals. What I mean, what's your take on that? Like what gets in the way of setting a vision or actually seeing it through? You know, I think for for me, for you, for all of our listeners, you know, we've all probably written down our dreams somewhere and said, this is what's important to me. You know, I, I think about 
something that I've heard from multiple people that ask yourself why five times. And so, you know, the idea is if you start with one dream or goal and you ask yourself why, you're going to have to explain to yourself why this is important. And then you're going to ask yourself why again and explain again. And each time you're getting closer to what your true intrinsic motivator is. And so if you're not motivated, this is kind of like the pressure test, right, to figure out, like, if I can't get to five whys, then maybe this isn't the right vision for me. So I do think one of the things that gets in the way of achieving our vision is not having the vision that's right for us. Yeah. not Oh, that's such a good point. I love that. Like not being in alignment with what is true to you, similar to your point before. Right, right. I think that's a huge one. So, you know, when I think about building out my vision again, you know, and we think about this and as we share some resources later in the the episode, it's really about making sure it's coming from you. Yeah. Um, and also recognizing, I think, that our visions over time can change. Like, our life is so flexible. The more flexible you can be, the more you can enjoy your life, right? So there are times where I will probably not be running all the time like I am right now, and that's okay. My vision, my dream, my goal for myself is going to change. And so I think it's also about accepting that we are where we are right now mm-hmm. and that later we might not be there, and that's okay. And, like, each of these things are helping us build on the life we want to create. Yeah, and being okay with that. Yeah, accepting exactly. It. Yeah. For me, I, I think about just life getting in the way, you know, like circumstances getting in the way, a late night preventing me from waking up to run the next morning or a friend's birthday party party on a Friday night where I can't be home to light the candles. And what do we do in those times when circumstances of everyday life get in the way? And for me, it's, to your point, accepting, like being okay with it and accepting and having compassion for yourself that this happens and staying connected connected to the overall commitment that I've made for myself. Another thing, bringing us back to episode one, keeping your word, right? And, and being impeccable with your word to yourself, right? And so when I think about these goals, I'm thinking about, well, I'm doing this for, for myself and I need to keep my word because you are your word at the end of the day. Yeah, and I think you bring up a really good point, Jackie, about self-compassion. Very difficult. A lot easier said than done, right? A um, lot. Most of us are super hard a on lot. ourselves. Yes. Um, from I mean everything. I I I am definitely someone who's incredibly hard on myself. I'm like, oh my god, did I make my bed today? I didn't. I'm horrible, right? So I think uh, you know, as you bring this up, I'm curious, like, how do you catch yourself and practice self compassion in those moments when you aren't doing the things you said you were going to do? It's a great question, Leah. And the first thing that comes to my mind is mindfulness, mm. is present, is presence, is being present. Um, and not even meditation, right? Like meditation is part of mindfulness. And I, I love meditating and, and it's so part of that. But I think just bringing yourself back to the present really allows you to be in alignment and connected with yourself where you, you're clear and there's clarity. And when there's clarity, you're much more connected to what your commitments are, what your values are, you're acting in integrity. And there's just alignment across the board. I know we talk about that a lot, but for me, it's, um, you know, when I am hard on myself, recognizing that these are just thoughts in my head that I'm saying to myself, and I can easily just choose not to say them to myself and have compassion for myself in this space and move forward. And recognizing that I think, you know, everything's changing all the time. I think sometimes we human beings think that things are permanent and they're not. And so being okay with, you know, this happen and I'm okay, and I survived and move forward and and learn from it and be better for it. Yeah, yeah, I love it. The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by Medtronic. Medtronic is dedicated to the pursuit of life-transforming healthcare technology. From artificial intelligence to robotics and beyond, health tech is reinventing what's possible. 
Every year, Medtronic improves the lives of 74 million people, and we're just getting started. Visit Medtronic.com to learn more. I love the idea of presence and saying, like, I'm mindful, I'm here, I'm moving forward, I'm not living in the past, Mm -hmm. I'm not freaking out about the future, I'm just sitting right here. You know, one of the other things that I think about when I think about what gets in the way of our vision is... I'm someone who deeply believes we all have a purpose. We all have a reason for being here. And I think we actually all already know it. I think it's just about uncovering it through our lives. And some people do and some people don't. Some people uncover pieces. Sometimes things change. But what I think gets in the way of the deeper and bigger vision that we have for ourselves when we're daydreaming and thinking about, God, I would love to do X, Y, and Z in my life, is the stories that we tell ourselves. And, you know, one of the interesting things for me was I was not even aware of the stories I told myself through most of my, actually all of my 20s. Um, I had no idea that I was telling myself these things that I had learned as a child, that I had learned from experiences as a young adult, and that were literally holding me back from becoming the person that I wanted to become. And so I think, you know, There are a few different things that I've done to move through those stories and try to rewrite them. But the first thing is just kind of stopping yourself in that moment when you're going, I would love to, I don't know, go scuba diving in Australia on the Great Barrier Reef. And then you have this little voice in your head that's like, you're never going to do that because we all have that little voice at some point when one of our dreams comes up. That's really where you can capture kind of the what we call what I call in coaching the saboteur who's telling you you can't have what you want and say, wait a minute, why can't I? And start to retell or rewrite your story. I'm so glad that you gave that little tidbit or piece of advice because I was going to say, what advice do you have for our listeners around everything you just described, around that voice inside your head and getting past that? I think it's awareness. It's the first thing is like, you think about how many thoughts you have in a day, like how many different things are happening in your mind right now. There's probably a lot going on, right? On top of your day-to-day tasks, trying to stay on time, doing your meetings, all those other things, you have a whole other narrative in your mind that's talking about a million other things. And so there's this awareness that you can have. And I do think it comes back to mindfulness. I think it comes back to being present. I think there are a ton of different ways to do this, but I really think it's just about stopping to say, what am I telling myself? And why am I telling myself that thing? But more importantly, what do I really want to tell myself? Yeah. And and I know I mentioned meditation before. And for, for some of our listeners who don't meditate, um, Headspace and Calm are two apps. I use Calm personally. I know at LinkedIn, we do um, give a certain percentage off on Headspace. So that's a great resource for you if you want to start meditating. You also don't need an app, right? When I think about meditation, I also think about just pausing, closing my eyes and taking a deep breath. And sometimes it could be for less than a minute and really bringing myself back into the present. Well, and I think as you bring that up, uh, you know, there are a couple different other ways that I think people meditate too. And it's been interesting. I've heard a few different you know, other podcasts I've listened to or spoken to other people. And for me, sometimes meditation is actually going for a run. Like that, as we bring this right. back full circle, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm on my run, I am fully present. I am there. I am like in the flow. For some people, it's bike riding. It's different forms of exercise. It's painting. It's all sorts of things that allow you to get into a meditative state. So, you know, you don't have to think about yourself as just, you know, going through this whole process of sitting down on a pillow and trying to get all your thoughts to go away. It's really about how present can you be and where does that take you? Yeah. And when we think about what resources can help someone create their own vision, I think a lot of this, we're talking about mindfulness, but something that's so important is how vocal are you about your your vision, right? Because when we think about 
what your intention is around it. And, and I actually learned this um, in my uh, coaching program, almost like a definition of integrity. And it's when your intention aligns with your words and aligns with your actions. So when, when your intention and your words and your actions are in alignment, you're in integrity with the commitment that you made, let's say for yourself in this case, or the vision that you set for yourself. And part of that, the words part, is speaking about it, right? So I may have an intention to light my Shabbat candles and I'm here on my po- on this podcast, right, telling you and our listeners about lighting my Shabbat candles, what am I actually taking action around it? Because now that I'm telling people, I now have those around me to hold me accountable for it. And so sometimes voicing our vision actually holds ourselves accountable a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. And I would also say that's another pressure test, right? Because there have been times where I've definitely said I wanted to do something and I didn't do it. And people come back and go, whatever happened to that thing you wanted to do? And I'm like, oh, God, this is awkward. (laughs) Um, So I think there's a level of like personal privacy envision and then moving out to the world to share with other people. I think there's a level of care you can have with your vision, particularly if you're if you're not ready to fully accept that it's what you want. And and I think, you know, like you said, people can be your greatest advocates. The people who care about you will be your greatest advocates and help you get where you want to go. Yeah. And you you and to your point, you need you need to want that support, yeah. right? In order before asking for it. Something that we often talk about is celebrating when you've hit a goal um, and what celebration looks like. So do you have anything for yourself, any ideas for how you'll celebrate, let's say, at the end of the year after you run your nine races? It's funny. I haven't really thought about it. The first thing that came to mind, though, was go to Croatia. So maybe I'll stick with that one. I love it. But but yeah, I mean, that's a big celebration. I think there's also small celebrations. You know, sometimes I like, you know, I like I said, I, I couldn't run more than a mile at the beginning of 2018. And, you know, coming at the end of 2019, I promised myself on December 31st, I would run 10 miles. And I think you or you and maybe my dad were the only people I told. And that was really cool. There was something about just being there and celebrating myself and just saying like, wow, I'm so proud of myself and allowing myself to take that in versus sharing with the world. I'm not a huge social media person aside from LinkedIn. And so there's something about being able to celebrate in small ways, too, that I think is really powerful. How do you celebrate? I love that. I think to your your point, it's small and big celebrations. A small celebration for me is being able to veg out. Yeah. I often don't mm-hmm. give myself the time to just sit in front of my TV with my dog and watch TV or just eat some snacks and, and chill. I don't give myself that, that space a lot. So that's a small celebration for me. Another one is a massage. You know, that's a treat in my, you know, for myself. And a big one would also be travel. Yeah, travel is is a big one. Uh, booking a solo trip, maybe a little yoga retreat. So I have to think about that after we run our nine races. I know. I know. Maybe we'll plan something together. Yeah. So so I think it's it's an interesting kind of thing to think about both sides of celebration. So, you know, is there anything else, Jackie, as we think about vision and how we can help our listeners dig deeper into this that, that you think is important for us to share? You know, I think one thing that comes to mind um, is – around how long your vision has to be planned for, right? Like we started talking, we started this off about talking around New Year's resolutions, and that's typically a 12-month vision, right? But can a vision be for one month? Can it be for five years, right? And I think it's all of the above. I think it's unique to each person. Uh, We also didn't, you know, touch on professional visions, but what this podcast is all about is really blending the personal and professional together. So, for example, if if you and I both run our nine races and we are 
setting our alarm clock and waking up early and doing the running, I guarantee you we will be better professionals because we will be clearer, we'll be energized, no doubt we'll probably be eating healthier. Um, so, so really it comes full circle to me about what this podcast is really about and the blend of those two. Yeah, and I think one thing you bring up that is incredibly important when you think about vision and big dreams, and I'm sure lots of people have big and small dreams, is that it's really about what you do every day. So, you know, taking that huge dream and breaking it down into a day-to-day practice or whatever it's going to take for you to get there is really important because there is no magic pill for anything we want to achieve. You don't just get to wake up and have it. You have to do something every day that's small that gets you there and really commit to it. So I do think it's important to recognize that, you know, the dream's going to take a little bit. They say Rome isn't built in a day, right? It's going to take some time for you to get where you want to go. But if you stay committed to it and work through it, you can get there. Yeah, yeah. And and to our listeners, uh, Leah and I, we are open and would love to hear from you um, about what your vision is. And feel free to contact us at any time time. But we do always want to leave you with a question. And so our question today is, if you're sitting in a rocking chair at 85 years old, what would make you know that you had a full life? We're so excited to hear those answers. Thanks for tuning in today and check out Scott Shoot's Wisdom Sessions as well as future episodes again on Go Slash Mindfulness. Thanks, everyone. Thanks.